Hi there, you're listening to episode 46 of the Beauty Business Podcast with me, Adam Chatterley. I'm your host here on the show. This is the show for independent businesses in the health, wellness and beauty industry to help you reach your business goals through simple, practical and focused business information. So whether you own your own beauty salon or whether you manage a spa or clinic, we're all about the foundations here of building an incredible, rewarding, profitable, but above all, stress-free beauty business. In short, I want to help you make more money, have more time, and simply enjoy what it is that you do. So welcome to the first podcast of 2019. Can you believe it's 2019 already? It doesn't seem that long ago when we used to talk about things that would happen by the year 2020, like it was, you know, a million years away or something. And now it's less than 365 days away. When did that happen? Anyway, it is just the start of 2019 here. Although depending on when you're listening to this, it could be well into 2019 or I suppose it could even be 2020. So I'm going to stop talking about the year and move on with today's show. Now, it is the beginning of a new year. And when that happens, everyone's minds instinctively turn to what's going to happen this year. Now, as business owners and managers, it's actually our job to switch that question around to what am I going to make happen this year? And then the natural follow on to that question is, OK, and how am I going to do that? Now, everyone is talking about planning at the moment, and quite rightly so. But what if you're new to planning? What if you don't know where to start, what to plan, how to plan, or why you should even be planning and goal setting in the first place? Well, that is exactly what this episode today is all about. So in the next 40 minutes or so, I'm going to share with you an incredibly simple approach to results-based planning. That's planning that actually gets you results and to get you started. I'm going to share with you how to figure out what your plans and your goals for 2019 should be and why it's not too late to make this year your best year ever. Now, I will show you exactly what things you need to focus on for your business in this year, and I'll share with you the simple way to make you hundreds of times more likely to put those plans in place and reach your goals. But before we get into all that, I wanted to let you know that in the last couple of months of 2018, I was doing some planning of my own because I've got some big goals for this year. And I, myself, needed to do the planning to figure out how it was all going to happen, how I was going to fit it all in. So I wanted to share some of those plans with you now. So first up, this very podcast. Now, as you know, I've had seasons of the podcast up to now of usually around 12 to 14 episodes at a time. Now, it's a goal of mine to make the podcast an ongoing weekly podcast, and that is exactly what we're going to do in 2019. However, the reason that I've kept it to seasons before, well, for one, it was that it takes a lot of work to even put just one single episode together, but I also never wanted to put out an episode just for the sake of it because I needed to fill a week. So my promise to you is this, I'm going to aim to make this an ongoing weekly podcast. But if there's ever a time when I'm not 100% happy with an episode, that I don't believe that the value you could get from it is worth the time to listen to it, then I won't put it out. And that might result in the occasional gap in the schedule. Is that okay with you? Excellent. And next up, I wanted this year to have a public goal that all of you can both help me with and keep me accountable for. Now, I wanted to ensure that I make some sort of real significant impact on 2019. So I've come up with a plan that I'm calling 
Impact 365. Now, basically, I want to genuinely change the business of 365 salon, spa or clinic owners in 2019. That just happens to be one every single day. Now, I want to do that through the podcast, through the Facebook group, through the online courses, through live events and also my one to one consultancy as well. Now, if I can impact one person, one business a day positively throughout the whole year, then I think that's going to be a year very well spent. Now, in order to make this public, the way I'm going to measure this is by reviews, comments and feedback from you guys. And this is where I need your help. Now, I'll be mentioning this as we go throughout the year. But if I do help you in any significant way to make an improvement in your business this year that you probably wouldn't have done otherwise, I'd really like you to let me know about it. Now, you can leave a review on iTunes or on Facebook or a comment on a post and we'll have a special page on the website for you to give us feedback. And we'll also keep that page updated with where we are on reaching the goal as well. So you can actually see how things are going as we go through the year. Now, you can check that page out by going to www.salonbusinesssecrets.com forward slash impact to see how we're doing, to leave me a review, to give me some feedback or anything else you'd like to let me know about. Now, finally, the other thing I want to let you know about is that in February, I'm going to be holding the first online beauty business boot camp. Now, this is going to be a week long event taking place mainly on Facebook, where I'm going to be holding live workshops on various topics to directly help you sort out the problems in your business and give you every bit of help and advice that I can to get you where you want to be as quickly as possible. You'll be able to ask questions, you know, will actually help you direct on air. Now, this is going to be huge. The team and I are putting this together right now. It's going to take up all of our time for January and, and into February because I want to help you as much as I possibly can. And best of all, it's going to be entirely free. OK, now I'm not releasing the dates just yet, but if you want to be the first to hear more about it, then head over to my Facebook group, Beauty Business Hackers. And that's where I'm going to be revealing more information about the boot camp before anywhere else. Right. I think that's enough about what's coming up from me. Although I'll tell you now, that's just up to February and there's lots more to come as we go through the year. Right. Let's get down to business. Everyone wants to have an amazing year. You hopefully were busy in the run up to Christmas um, you were daydreaming over the new year, about the new year and all the amazing things that might happen. Maybe you made some plans. Maybe you didn't. Maybe your plans were more like general ideas or daydreams and they never quite made it onto paper. But now 2019 is here. You're back at work. And guess what? Kind of feels like, you know, more of the same. Now, that's exactly why I wanted to bring you this episode right now, a couple of weeks into January, when kind of the, the new shine, the new polish of the year has worn off a little. And this is when New Year's resolutions start to crumble. And a lot of people, whether on purpose or by accident, simply resign themselves to doing the same thing as they did before. And guess what results that's going to get you? Well, not you, savvy listeners, not if you're listening to this show, you're going to have a better year. In fact, you're going to have an incredible year. And here is how through proper, simple, straightforward and most of all, effective planning. So just how do you do this? How do you get started if you've never done this before or you're looking for a new way or you've tried to plan before and it's just not really worked out for you? Well, most people 
when they think about planning, they think about looking forwards. But actually, good planning starts with looking back. What I mean is by looking back at last year. Now, at this point in time, when I'm recording this episode, I mean looking back at how things went for you in 2018. Even if you just started out that year, let's look back as much as you can, okay? So let's start with facts first. I want you to grab yourself a piece of paper, a notebook, or wherever you like to keep notes, okay? So I want you to write down or go and find out and write down these following things, okay? How much money did you make in your salon, your spa, or your clinic last year overall? Now, I don't care how you um, want to record this, whether it's as revenue, whether it's as profit, whatever, doesn't matter. But how much money did you make? Okay, write that number down. And then I want you to write how many clients did you see last year or in the last three months or in the last six months, whatever you can measure. So how many clients did you see? Now, next, I want you to write down how many new clients did you bring into the business? Now, this might be a trickier number for some people, but somehow I want you to try and work this out based on the information you have. Now, next, I want you to write down what your retail sales were for the year. So what did you bring in in retail product sales? Write that number down as well. Now, next, I want you to write down what was your client retention rate for the year? Now, different people measure this in different ways. I'm not going to go too strict on exactly how you measure it, but I want you to come up with a figure of how well you did in terms of retaining your clients for last year. And then finally, I want you to write down what were your costs for last year? Okay, now all of these numbers can be worked out in different ways. You've probably got a way of working them out. So that's what I want you to work with for now. So write down those six numbers, okay? Now, you should have six numbers on your page there. Now, I should have said to list these going down the page because I need you to write some numbers next to them. So if you haven't done that already, scribble that out or get a new piece of paper and write those six numbers going down the page because you're gonna need to write something next to them, okay? So that's the numbers, that's the facts. Now let's talk about the feelings, okay? How was last year for you or the last three months or whatever period it is that you're looking at? Was it a good year? Hopefully you've got the facts listed and this might be the first time that you've maybe looked at them like this. So how would you rate each one of those factual numbers from one to 10 with one being poor or you're really unhappy with that result and 10 being you're over the moon, you're awesome, you couldn't have done any better, okay? So go down that list and literally next to each one, write a number one to 10 of how happy you were with that number as a result for the year. Okay, this starts to form the basis of your plans for 2019. It'll hopefully help you see what you need to focus on this coming year. Now, these things that you've listed as a higher number for your feelings, so seven or above, you seem pretty happy with, okay? Anything below this needs improvement. Now, this process is designed to help you begin to form that idea for your goals, your areas that you need to focus on in your business moving forwards. Now, if all your numbers were, were quite high, were seven or above, then simply focus on those that were the lowest out of those numbers. You're doing really well because clearly you're happy with your numbers, but how can we improve? What can we work on? Okay. So next up, I want you to think about what worked well in 2018. Was there anything that you did, an offer you put on, a new treatment you introduced, an event you promoted, an incentive that you had, a commission scheme that you put in place, a loyalty program, a membership option, a package, something 
that you put into effect in your business that worked really well for you and that you were really, really proud of the results from. So I want you to write that down just in note form. It doesn't need to be in detail. It's just so that you can remember it for a little bit later on in this process. Now, if there was more than one thing that went well, brilliant. Write them all down. Just put a little note so that you remember what they are later on. Okay. Now, then we need to look at the other side of that. We need to look at, was there anything that didn't work so well? You know, was there something that you did or didn't do that really didn't work out, that didn't achieve the results that you wanted from it, that maybe cost you money or was just even a complete dud? You know, did you take the time at the time to analyze it? Was there something you could have done that would have changed it, made it better, made it more effective? Or is there something you think was was missing from your implementation of it? Okay. It could be that it was just a complete fail. It was something that you tried, something that you put all your effort into, and it just didn't work out. Okay. That's a lesson you've now learned and something that you can then keep in mind and avoid doing again this year. Because remember that failing isn't bad. Okay. Fail, as I've said before, simply stands for first attempt in learning. Everything in business, you'll learn this, everything in business is simply a hypothesis. Until you do it, until you put it in place, you will never actually know whether it's going to work or not. So failing isn't a bad thing. It simply means that you're stepping out of your comfort zone, you're trying something new, and that means that you're in training for greatness. Okay. Now then, based on just this fairly brief look back at last year, you can very easily start to form an idea of what a more successful 2019 would look like for you. Now, I want you to write another column of numbers next to those on your page, okay? So you've got your facts. You could even head these. You've got your facts column. You've got your feelings column about your revenue in your business in the past. Now, I want you to go back over them and I want you to write down a number or a figure that would make you a 10 when it comes to your feelings if you were to hit that number in 2019. So imagine it's 12 months from now and you're doing the same exercise again, the one that we've just done, and you're writing down your facts. Okay, now it's time to write your feelings. What's the fact number that would make your feelings be a 10 for each and every item? Okay, I want you to do that now. So go down that list. It's only six numbers. And I want you to take no more than 30 seconds to consider each number on your list. You know, your intuition is really, really powerful in this type of situation. If a number comes straight to mind, go with it. Even if it suddenly seems scary when you write it down, don't try and rationalize it and wimp out on me at this point. Okay. To do that now. Okay. Done. Those are your financial goals for this year. That wasn't so bad, was it? So that probably took, hopefully, about 20 minutes, maybe a little bit longer if you had to go and look up some of those figures from your accounts or from your booking software. But that's 20, 30 minutes, which could transform the next three months, the next six months, the next 12 months in your business, even the next five years or more, if you do this exercise consistently. Now, to make it even easier, you can take those numbers and then break them down to a monthly number or a weekly number. It's easy. Just divide them by 12 or by 52 weeks. Okay. Because the reason you want to do this is it's really difficult for us humans to to really picture a whole year in our business objectively and kind of hold that in our mind's eye. But a week or a month is relatively easy for us to picture. Now, also, if you've got weekly numbers, you've got weekly targets, weekly goals, whatever you want to call them, you can actually track those numbers and you can see how you're doing more easily as you go throughout the year. So you know that if you're on track or you're off track. 
Now, you know me, I'm all about the facts. I'm all about the metrics and the KPIs and measuring and tracking your success. For more guidance on this, look up any one of my episodes or articles on KPIs. I'll put a link to them in the show notes for you. I truly believe in the old cliche that what gets measured gets managed. Or as my wife gave me another saying just this morning, she told me that what's tracked becomes fact. And I totally believe that. So actually write down these goals, break them down and set yourself these goals for each month or each week and then track them. Keep on track and adjust where necessary. So that's kind of part one. That's your kind of goals defined. Now comes part two. How are you going to actually hit these numbers consistently each week or each month? What's going to be different this year that's going to make you actually hit those numbers? So here's where the real planning bit really comes in and why it's so important to plan ahead of yourself, at least three months ahead of yourself so that you're prepared. But what does this look like? How do you actually do this? Well, for one thing, you need to know what promotions you're going to be putting on this year. What's going to entice people to come to you? What's going to bring back your existing clients more often? What's going to entice them to spend more money? Then how are you actually going to tell people about those promotions and those offers. So naturally, this all involves marketing. And this is the one area that's crucial to be ahead of the game when it comes to planning. So go back and have a look at those wins that we already noted down from part one. These are the things that we looked back on that worked really, really well last year. Now, how can you do more of these? Can you simply repeat what you did last year? I mean, why reinvent the wheel when you've already invented it? Can you make them even better? Can you do more of them? Can you make them bigger? Now, don't forget to learn from the things that didn't go so well as well. Was something an almost success, but maybe you missed a key element or you didn't quite have time to get the word out about it? Can you fix it, turn it around and make it a success this year? Now, you know what numbers you're aiming to hit. So have something going on each month that's going to make a difference to those numbers that you are focused on. Now, if doing this for a whole year is a little daunting, then work on just the next three months for now. What celebrations, what seasons, what holidays, what events are happening in that period that you can take advantage of or link to the services that you offer? You know, can you create a special package to celebrate a season or an event that no one else is doing and plan your promotion in place now? Now, getting your promotions and your marketing of those promotions planned in advance to make sure that you're ahead of each of your promotions and offers means you'll also be one step ahead of your competition too. So while they're all kind of scrabbling around to come up with a promotion for next month, you'll already have it in place. You'll be prepped and your marketing materials will be out there already bringing in the bookings. Now, you want these promotions to improve your numbers and enable you to give them a feeling score of 10 at the end of the year. But the even best offer ever is going to fall flat on its face if no one knows about it. So know what's happening when and tell people about it in advance. Now, here's what I want to do to set you a challenge when it comes to promoting your promotions, your offers and your events and your services this year. I want you to plan at least one video to post on your social media channels each week this year. I want you to use one a month to promote whatever your offer is that month, but I want you to do one video post each week. Doesn't need to be long, under five minutes is fine, but I want you to get as many of you comfortable with using video in your marketing as possible this year. Now, the reason for this 
is because Facebook, YouTube, Google, all the big players on the internet are in agreement that within a year, 80% of all content consumed on the internet will be in video form. You know this to be true yourself. You know, we'd all rather watch a quick video to learn how to do something as we zip through our social feeds and browse the internet than we would, you know, read a manual about it. Now, as a result, all social media platforms are prioritizing video to share out to your followers more and more than any other type of post. So what that means is a video post is going to make it in front of more eyeballs than any other. So if your goal is to promote your offer to as many people as possible, which is what it should be, then video really is where it's at. Because the winners at social media, social media marketing this year in 2019 will be the ones that are willing to try something different, to get out of their comfort zones, to do what others aren't doing and to be willing to fail. Because remember, fail means first attempt in learning. And when you're learning, you are also growing. Now, if you're not sure what to create as a video, don't worry about it. Take one of the normal posts each month that you would normally do as a, a written post with maybe an image and simply record yourself speaking it. You know, use your salon as a backdrop, record it in a treatment room, record it at your treatment desk. If you're not comfortable being on camera yourself, you know, if you've got a member of staff, ask them to do it if they're a bit more comfortable, you know, have fun with it. That's the whole point. And don't think you need any fancy equipment either. Your iPhone will do just nicely. Start small, make sure you've got some reasonable lighting so people can actually see you. But just do, you know, a video tour of your salon to start with and post it to your Facebook business page to show potential clients what your salon looks like the other side of your front door. You know, this in itself is a great idea. It immediately puts people at ease because they know exactly what to expect when they come to you and it makes you seem more familiar straight away. Set yourself some dedicated time to work on these things throughout the quarter and throughout the year. Don't leave it to when you simply have time because you may have noticed, but when you're running a business, that doesn't happen very often. So plan the time in to do this into your schedule and stick to it. You know, I really, really want you to see planning time as essential time in your business, as essential as paying your bills. Because trust me, if you put in the planning time, paying those bills will become an awful lot easier. Now, there's a famous quote by Abraham Lincoln that I'm a big fan of where he says, if he had six hours to chop down a tree, he'd spend the first four hours sharpening his axe. And that's what planning is. It's sharpening your axe or basically making everything that you do afterwards easier, quicker and much more effective so the work isn't so hard. Now, we're not quite done just yet because there are a couple of other things that I want you to plan in for 2019 for yourself. Now, number one, I want you to plan how much time you are going to have off from your business. Are you going to have a holiday? Where are you going to go? When and for how long? If you plan it in now, it is much more likely to happen. Okay. Number two, I want you to plan how much time weekly or monthly you are going to work in your business, i.e. performing treatments and services, and how much time you're going to work on your business. By that, I mean doing things like planning, like marketing, like promotions, bookkeeping, admin. I want you to plan that in now and then as much as you possibly can, stick to it. OK, plan your time in advance. Don't just do treatments because they're there. Make sure you've prioritized the time for working on your business. Finally, number three, I want you to plan one thing that you're going to do in your business to develop yourself this year. 
Now try and make this one not specifically related to what you do. I mean, learn a new treatment or a skill by all means, but try and do something to develop yourself in some other way. Maybe learn about doing your own accounts so you're better informed. Maybe take an actual marketing course or even just plan to get yourself specific time back by outsourcing something that's currently being done by you in your business, but that doesn't need to be done by you in your business. Now, if you do this, if you actually write this all down, you break it down, you write it down again for extra points, and then this is the crucial bit. This is the bit that's going to make all the difference. If you look at this every single week and you track how you're doing as you go, at least monthly, then you are several hundred times more likely to actually reach these goals, to hit these numbers, to do that marketing, to take those holidays than someone who only has an idea in their heads of what they'd like to achieve this year. You see, idea plus planning and action equals success. And of course, along the way, if you need motivation, inspiration, accountability, ideas, guidance, well, that's what I am here for. That's what the podcast is for. And that's what the Facebook group Beauty Business Hackers is for too. Now, that's all I have for you this week. Now, go and do this. I really, really encourage you to actually go and do this. It should take no more than 90 minutes of your time to do all of it. You know, I've talked about everything that you need to do here today. That's 90 minutes of your time to set yourself up for potentially the best year you've ever had in your business. Now, I think that's worth the time. Now, as always, but more importantly than before, if you found value in this episode or if you've implemented something from one of the other episodes and not let me know about it yet, then please pop over to iTunes and let me know by leaving me a rating or review or both. You can do this easily online or in the podcast application on your phone, on your iPad or whatever device you're listening to me on. Now, these goals are going to count towards my Impact 365 goal. So you'd really be helping me out and also proving that by setting these goals and by taking actions, you really do get results. Now, if you'd rather just post a review on Facebook, then please do that. But please do let me know if anything I've shared has helped you out in your business. Okay, next week... I'm back with an interesting episode looking at whether or not you should actually be doing fewer treatments. Wait, what? Yep. The tendency, particularly with salons and spas, is to keep on adding treatments to your treatment menus and to your price list in a bid to keep your existing clients happy, to bring in new ones. But is there an alternative way? Could it be that doing less actually brings you more? Hmm, intriguing one, isn't it? Well, I hope you join me next week to delve into this and maybe we can simplify your life and your price list a little bit more, all while bringing you more money, more clients, all within the same process. Okay, so that's it from me. Bye for now. Speak to you in a week.